0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Unfiltered. I'm your host, G. Allen. This is the podcast you know where we ask all the questions that we want the answers to. We'll be talking today with everyone's favorite goth rocker, Chris Vlad from Vlad in Tears. Thanks for joining the podcast, Chris. Hello
1: there. Thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure.
0: So, let's start out with, um, how'd you get into music?
1: All right, all right. So... It all started when I was uh, around nine years old. And um, my father bought this electric organ, you know. So we're standing there in my um, family house, you know. And um, he used to play, play it a little bit, you know. And uh, one day I got close close to it and I, and I tried to play it. And um, it was, it was um, let's say, by curiosity, you know. And then when my father saw that I was interested, uh, he hired a music teacher. So then I started playing music. I started uh, learning music with these old, old folk songs. <laughs> they were hilarious, man. <laughs> and it, my, my teacher was a kind of half deaf. So, uh, <laughs> so he was playing all the time, super loud. So I was bothering everyone in the house, everyone, every single day. But uh, they kind of uh, let me do it, you know. Uh, okay. Yeah, man, it was unbelievable. So that th- that's the way I started. Uh, and then I never stopped. Uh, I changed, like, a couple of different teach- music teachers, and um, th- th- here I am.
0: And you guys are doing, I mean, like, really well. I mean... Thanks, I, I did a little research. Vlad and Pierce has been, like, together since, what, like,
1: 2005-ish? Yeah. Correct.
0: Nice. Um, So... How long has it always been? I mean, because I know it's you and Dario. Dario's your brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long has I mean, have you guys always been like in music together?
1: Well, yeah, we, yeah. We we never stopped playing together. We started off um, with a different with a different project. It was um, let's say a bit complicated because I wanted to I wanted to just play music by myself or on my own and play piano. Because after uh, um, learning how to play the electric organ, I wanted to go for the classical piano. And after the piano, I started writing my own music, you know, and I never even thought of becoming a singer, actually. <laughs> so, but let's say, uh, long story short, I, um, when, since we started playing together, we never stopped. Yeah.
0: Okay, nice. Um so how do you handle the the frequent traveling at all with with music
1: the frequent sorry what
0: how do you handle the frequent travel with the music so i know you guys travel a lot like going to different festivals different shows
1: well i mean we we go where we have where we have to go you know it's uh pretty basic so uh we plan in advance of course we know all um, the dates we have to attend to uh in time so uh trying to schedule everything like in detail and for sure, I don't know if you know that, but oh, we are three brothers, you know, and the oldest brother is still in Italy. So he did join us here in Germany. So um, we always have to plan everything in detail in advance so we can actually be together and uh, fulfill our duties, you know, but it, it's, yeah. yeah, it's not and, that complicated.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because I, I didn't know that it was, I just thought it was you and Dari. Catch you there, man. So that's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, I don't, I don't even remember how I came across you guys, but I mean, I'm, I'm glad I did because. Thanks. I mean, I love goth rock. Thank you. Um, yeah, supporting the, the merch.
1: Mm-hmm. Thanks, yeah. man.
0: If you could have any musician tag along with you and and just collaborate, who would it be?
1: Well, uh, one of my uh, favorite artists uh, is. Robert Smith from The Cure and the oh, uh, second right. one would be Ville uh, Balo from him uh, that would be amazing just, uh, oh, yeah. just to create something together you know I think it would be like wow or mind blowing you know I've uh, always been yeah. uh, dreaming of collaborating i always got inspired actually I got inspired by these two guys you know the, their bands are like absolutely amazing uh, still are I believe so and uh, I think that would be great right yeah it
0: would uh, I would Probably actually be willing to to see that show, right? Um, So, uh, what skills do you find most useful with the music and the touring?
1: Um, probably yeah, been disciplined. Yeah, Um, I know it might sound uh, uncommon, or maybe it does. I don't know, but Mm -hmm. I learned the hard way how to be uh, disciplined. That actually pays off a lot because of you know you can let you can get get carried away easily when you go on tour and now we are when you are like uh, on the edge you know you feel so overwhelmed by uh, people of fans and being with the band it feels like uh, the amazing adventure and you feel like you can do you could do anything you know so it's important yeah. to be disciplined and not let uh, yeah, don't you know, let this kind of um, huge feeling uh, drag you away uh, or uh, wow. make you lose your cool, you know, or uh, your focus. So you should always tell yourself and remind yourself that you're doing a job and people are expecting you uh, your best. So it's not a party as people might think. It's a like, it's a actual, it's an actual job. Even even though sometimes it doesn't pay the bills <laughs> entirely, but right. you have to do it correctly and. Uh, it's not one showtime, you know, one-time show. It's not one uh, nightstand. It's a real relationship, you know, so you have to put a lot of efforts into it and be willing to be every day at your best. It's not that easy, of course. It's not, but you have to try and you have to at least try to behave, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, uh, I know there are some <laughs> rock bands over here that probably, should practice a little more discipline. You know uh let's say um do you create more for yourself or more for the fans
1: oh man i do what i do because i feel like i have to uh something like i don't know something bigger than me you know you feel uh, the need to get all this stuff out of out of my chest you know all my feelings and the uh, stories i tell and i write about and um but of course this is the best, the music is the best way to communicate, you know, for me, and the uh, easiest way for myself. So uh, to communicate, to whom? People, right? So I do, uh, absolutely, of course I do it also for my people, fans, so all the people are willing to listen to um, all the stuff I write about, and uh, without them, it would, it would be a little, uh, maybe a bit pointless, you know? So, yeah, yeah. so it's like, I- yeah. Uh-
0: how would you best describe your music? Would would you classify the music as, as goth rock?
1: Well, yeah, why not? Of course, of course, man. Uh, as you might know, we I love experimenting. You know, I love trying different things and uh, uh, try different challenges every day. And with my music, I've been experimenting a lot. Uh, of course, I have huge, deep, dark rock uh, roots, and I, I will never, I will never lose them. So if you want to give it, like, a label, yeah, of course, it's Dark Rock. Some people might call it differently, but it doesn't matter. I love that that name.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, how did we get the name Blood and Tears?
1: Yeah, that was cool, man. It was a lot, of, a, lot a long time ago. I was uh, reading this book, Dracula, you know, uh, from um, Bram Stoker, and uh, I loved that book and all the images I had in my head uh, while reading it. Then I watched the movie, from uh, Francis Ford Coppola, and I, man, I got got completely insane. Man, I fell in love with it. And there was a, cou- a couple of scenes they uh, shot me, and they got me inspired. Um, mostly the thing that this dude, this man, this warrior uh, lost love with his life, you know, and uh, he cursed his own God, who was was fighting for uh and damned himself forever so i love the, this feeling I love This mixed feelings and this this kind of uh, inner battle uh, with himself and uh, all because of love you know that tells us a lot you know love is the most the strongest feeling ever is the biggest thing ever it doesn't mean that it's always positive actually it can be very intense and destructive but still it gives you a lot of power you know and then this uh, particular scene when uh uh, Dracula, is, Dracula is going is. down yeah. and on his knees and he starts crying because the girl he was in love with d- didn't show up and uh, he starts crying while, while he's crying and his face starts melting away and he starts changing you know like uh, into the monster he actually is and that's why yeah. that's when when I thought that's when I thought blood in tears you know man slash monster crying because of love but it's uh, still full of power and passion. He doesn't give up. Like, it's so great, man. It's timeless, you know. Yeah, yeah. I
0: know. I'm romantic. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 funny you bring up the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen the the new one with with Luke Evans, the Dracula Untold? Yeah, I watched that. It, it kind of has the different creationism of of where
1: Dracula came from. Well, man, it's yeah, it's different. It's absolutely different. I like that though. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it. Um, not doing comparisons actually. I, I don't feel like it, it. Me, Dracula, that one is the yeah. only one, but I don't like it. Yeah. It's a cool uh adventure movie, uh, it's entertaining,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, I think Gary Oldman, Francis Ford Coppola, has hit that Dracula that will always be Dracula, other than of course the original Dracula back from the 30s. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, But, yeah, it was a good movie and and a different story to it. Um, Can you tell us about your best performance?
1: My best performance? uh, Probably the next one, I'm (laughs) going to. Came September. I don't know, man. I I had a lot of uh, good performances, according to people, people say, uh, because I always feel, like, so overwhelmed on stage. I wouldn't know which one was the good one or which one was the best. Actually, best is, man, it's a big word. I can, I can tell maybe one of the, one of the best was uh, uh, the whole, the whole tour uh, with 69 eyes. Yeah, when we were together, that was probably our best time on tour, you know? Every night we were giving the best and uh, playing with these guys, man, it was just absolutely unforgettable, you know? these guys and uh, sharing the stage with them then but traveling around europe it was man that was huge it was amazing so probably that part of yeah that part of being a musician was probably the uh, one of my highlights yeah
0: nice um so i know you guys you're from you're from italy mm-hmm. but you guys you guys live in berlin well except for the other brother yeah um and like you said that that creates a a, a not really an issue but it with the planning of everything everything has to be planned out like months in advance so everybody
1: yes sure man absolutely Um,
0: oh since you didn't want to be a singer starting out how do you deal with the stress of going
1: on stage well man now i got used to it of course you know uh, not not I don't know, get used to get stressed or to be stressed out. I just get used to be uh get used to be get used to be a singer, you know, but um the stress is always there, you know, it's always there, I always feel uh, feel the butterflies my belly. And uh it's actually uh maybe the best part of it, you know. Um uh, being before yeah, just before going on stage, you know, feeling this pressure, this enthusiasm and uh hearing already like and screaming, you know, when the others start, uh, they go on stage before me, of course. Uh, every day, every time feels a little different, even though it's absolutely familiar. And it's killing, you know, I uh, such huge pressure, but I love it. I don't know. I don't know if I uh, can make any clearer. Uh, it's like I I want that you know I want to feel alive I want to feel emotional I want to feel like oh my god I'm gonna throw up oh my god I'm gonna <laughs> uh, hopefully I'm gonna make it uh, I wanna wanna give them the best you know the best I can and I think it's yeah I think that maybe it's one yeah maybe the best part of it you know because when you go on stage when after when the, the intro starts and when you already start singing I'm I'm fully focused you know so I just keep doing uh, what I have to do you know what I feel like uh doing and but before man before it feels like i got this ritual for example and uh and i always i'm a bit of a loner so i don't really hang out with anyone when i tour uh, besides being on the tour bus and have to be there uh you know try to read my books or listen to my music my favorite music and uh but when i'm there uh, for example i lock myself in the backstage if there's any chance to do it, to do so or otherwise i go to the toilet and uh, with a mirror and i start uh, doing my makeup and i don't want to listen to anyone just listen to my music and feel the pressure the, the excitement the, the excitement you know and um that's absolutely uh, unforgettable every time feels different different but um so special
0: yeah how do you get the crowd energized and into the show?
1: Uh, usually, uh, the, the intro does the job pretty well. You know, we start with, uh, starting uh, always with, but uh, well, lately, um, with right now, the, a longer intro, because for a couple minutes with this deep, dark wave synthesizer sound, and people start uh, screaming. You know, when as soon as the uh, the, my brother Alistair Goes on stage. Then they keep yelling, and then and Dario screams, and everyone. It actually works pretty well, man. <laughs> then I, when I'm when I'm about to go on stage, I just you know I show my f- a little face, you know, a little, and then I see people really smiling, and then I start screaming louder, and then I go there and then I smile at everyone because that's my superpower, you know. Smile, smile because you're alive, man. That's my thing, yeah. you know.
0: What does your typical day look like?
1: Um, all right, yeah. Um, we go pretty early. Um, um, this is funny, actually, because some years ago, I would never even imagine to say that. But uh, I have become a morning dude. I'm a morning person, uh, even though I love the night, of course. love the night and... Uh, I wake up early, I do my own coffee which is always the same macchiato you know has to be that you know cuz I love that uh now I'm um, yeah one one, coffee, one cup one cup uh, a day I used to drink three but then I was very anxious and I started getting uh, panic attacks you know <laughs> so I just run now then I um, uh, do a little breakfast and then I do my workouts, you know, I have to work out a little and shower. Then I uh, go and p- start playing my piano, trying to get to see if I have any. any- my,
0: my, my late wife, uh, I know you, we, we don't know much about each other's personal life, mm-hmm. but uh, I lost my wife like four, uh, four or five years ago. Oh,
1: my God, man. I'm sorry. Uh,
0: she, she was Italian. So oh, I understand that Italians know how to cook.
1: <laughs> oh, man. So you know what I'm talking about. That's, yeah. uh, so then so, I go uh, to work, you know. Then after that, I um I go to work. I uh, manage the re- this restaurant with my brother, you know. So we are together. We work together. We are we manage this place, and uh, which is not far away from which not far where I, from where I live, you know. Uh, so there, yeah. I I use the electric scooter. Or I go there by bike. Healthy. <laughs> Then yeah, well, then uh, when I'm when I'm done getting stressed out by all these people, these customers, they all get drunk in front of me and uh, they eat a lot, you know, which is pretty good for business. Uh, but you know, So it's, it's always the same. I try to to get to have fun with it, you know, but it's pretty yeah. repetitive, you know. But whatever, it's a job, man. It pays pay the bills, you know. You know how it is.
0: Yeah.
1: Then I go home, um, take a shower, you know, and go go to bed and I read my books. There you
0: go. Yeah. Just just kind of. Wash the, <laughs> the wash people off.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, that's actually what I say. I need to wash the day off,
0: man. <laughs> uh, you think social media has changed the music industry? Yeah. and I, And I understand that, and and I want the, the the listeners to understand that. I mean, you're from Europe, and and I'm from the U.S. So, I mean, that it, it's all the music industry, but I mean, it's possibly there's a difference between the two.
1: Yeah, of course there is man. But uh, I have to be honest, uh, even before Facebook, I know, so I'm very old now. I, uh, My first manager, music manager, told me just uh, to get an account, you know, uh, to be there. And I didn't want to, man. I was like, oh, man, I don't want this crap, you know. I want the real stuff, you know. I'm the music writer, you know. I'm the still, I always be the weirdo. Like, one well, of my people my age back, back then, man, they were, like, going out and hanging at the bar. I was just staying home, playing Bach, uh, Beethoven, you know, okay. just... Being weird, you know, being a musician, and uh, so when the, this a max manager uh, told me to do so to, to go on Facebook I was like oh man, I was reluctant and I didn't want to do uh, that so then i do, I did it, and I saw like a lot of new people coming and getting kind of interested in what I was doing, which was in practice nothing you know it was just uh, n- nonsense entertainment and i was like okay why why are people are reacting to this stuff you know so like i don't get it I, it doesn't make sense you know it's nothing related to music and it still is actually most of it and on social media I, I i sometimes i do it i do it on purpose you know i do some posts which are nothing but just my face or just me with my uh, plushies you know and it, which is which is nice, you know, but uh, it's nothing related to my music, which is my main thing. You know? It's the reason why I'm on the social media. I try to spread and share all I do, you know, uh, my music, great news or you know, flash news, whatever it is, you know, whatever is connected or related to music. Um, sometimes people react so uh, poorly, you know, it's, uh, they, they look like that. Maybe they, they, they didn't notice, you know, and then they comment to me. Like, I got 2,000 likes on a picture and I have 100 likes on that, something that is very important. To me, and it should be important yeah. to them. Maybe it should be important to them too, but it's not. You know, it's just not. So, uh, knowing that, being aware of that, I try uh, to play along. That's what I do. Uh, I keep doing my music. I know that uh, anyway. Uh, maybe on uh, twenty-five thousand people are following me. Maybe uh, two thousand are interested in my music. That's already. It's not that bad. You know what I mean? I try to get the best out of it. We know how it is. You know it works. Try to make the best out of it. Don't be swallowed by that. Don't be a slave. Uh, but just use it, you know. That's what I do, and sometimes it's funny. i, I mean I, man. I laugh my ass off sometimes, you know, because you see, like it's yeah. just a picture, man. It's just a picture with a bat uh, plush, and uh, that's all. Uh, when I do like a nice video, you know, with music, I'm like wow, 50 people reacted on it, man. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, all well, right, maybe they'll buy with, like 50 copies, 50 units, sold more, you know, on top of the others. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. Uh, just look at the bright side of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually I mean when I when I first came across you guys, uh-huh. I don't I don't remember if I came across you first or the band
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, on social media. Yeah. But I, I kinda when I when I do that I kind of feel like a stalker because I go through like the entire <laughs> news feed and I'm like, Oh, I like that picture. That's a nice picture. And that's I nice looked and it like ten years ago and I'm like, well that's kinda weird. I
1: don't know, but it's all right. That's the way it works, man so you know you you give your face to somebody you know you want to see uh, you know you need a reference that's all right
0: yeah people and i mean i'm like you i like to i like to spend my time alone
1: Mm -hmm. nice
0: but i mean you you do need i i feel that as as human beings we we need to interact with with others
1: absolutely yeah just to keep uh, a perspective on life absolutely yeah i agree agree but for example I mean, I do. <laughs> it's funny because sometimes, you know, my brother asked me, asks me, like, hey, man, do you want to go uh, on the weekend? Because I don't work on the weekend at uh, the restaurant, uh, which is I me mean, would be the bar. I work at the bar, you know. I chose that, actually, because otherwise, yeah, I would be like the one uh, going around through waiters and waitresses, just telling everyone how badly they are doing their job, you know. And so that it would be terrible and I would feel guilty forever. I wouldn't sleep at night. So I chose to be behind the bar desk, which, is, which actually makes me feel very safe. So people are like out there. I can talk to them, but, you know, it's a, a one meter and a half, whatever. It's a, less, a little distance that, make me feel, that makes me feel better. So I chose that. I interact, but, you know, but I know that you mean something different. I'm just, uh, just telling you this funny story, you know, because actually after that, I feel so drained and um, I want to be alone again. I want to feel like I want to recharge my batteries. And uh, when some, my brother is completely different, it's like the opposite. He always want to be with people, you know, surrounded by people.
0: And, yeah, and, and you know, I can I can see that in like the the pictures that you guys post you see together. Right? Yeah, see that, that There's like two different people there.
1: Opposite, man. Opposite. So sometimes I I, I I even tell them, still tell them, like, man, don't you? Did you know me? Did you, Right. We 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 know each other since I don't know forever. He still asks me out, like, am I want to go out for dinner." Like after been working like five days in a week, uh, a week, at a restaurant, <laughs> surrounded by hundreds of people, he still ask me to do something which is involving going out and socializing. Oh man, no, you're out of your mind, man. That, that's what <laughs> I still tell him. Like, do it really seriously, and he's like, all oh, right, 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 right." You need your time, your me time, <laughs> of course, man.
0: <laughs> you know. <laughs> um if you didn't have a career with music what do you what do you see yourself doing
1: uh, a psychologist man I'm a psychologist absolutely I always been intrigued at so interested into psychologists um psychologists because honestly um actually i i even uh study a little bit a bit because um years ago um I really wanted to be one Hell of a doctor, you know, and um, I was buying these books. I didn't have time and I didn't have any chance to go to university. There was no way. I mean, I was already completely fully involved in the music business and there was no time to do anything else. Um, So I was buying these books, uh, psychology books, and I was reading and trying to get something out of it. And I still remember a little bit of it. And I found it completely uh, interesting. So probably if I, yeah. Yeah, I could I could see myself as a psychologist, um, trying to understand all my mental problems. You know, just to analyze myself all the time. So that would be like maybe the best thing, the best thing I could do. Yeah, um, not being a musician.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so go from not liking people to wanting to help people. That's kind of a <laughs> see, black to white. I mean, I mean it's <laughs> crazy.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so. Uh,
0: you guys just finished an album? Right? Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of,
1: kind of, kind of. Let's say, um, I, uh, yeah, can you, tell,
0: can you tell us about that?
1: I can tell yeah, all right. Um, well, I started working on, I started writing these new songs, uh, last December and, um, had a couple ideas in mind and I started writing after talking to a lot of people a lot of fans actually and they really opened up to me and uh, they told me a lot of their stories and some of them they really wanted me to write about um as a let's say uh, a way to exercise their feelings or to feel freed afterwards i don't know but it was absolutely interesting to see how people uh, got closer to me personally after releasing Porpora, you know, this, the, the record, the current record, which was out uh, last September, you know, 16th, September 16th. Yeah. Um, after that, it was uh, so many people started writing me about their feelings, how they feel, how they felt, uh, listening to my music. And uh, there's only a lot of stuff, there's only a lot of stories, a lot of uh, interesting um, facts. And uh, I wanted to collect. All of this, you know, and I wanted to write about also because some people ask me to, so um, I put my stories into it, and in, and I, I started writing new new music, but I started uh, with the lyrics first, you know, because I wanted to tell the stories. Then I am. Yeah. Um, Stopped writing it because I, um, I didn't like the music again, you know, because I'm um, that kind of guy, hates what he does sometimes. So I uh, gave up for a while. Then I uh, went to Italy I spent the holidays uh, there with my parents. And then when I was back, I started again. I started over. Uh, um, I kept something. I, I wrote uh, before and then I uh, kept writing new stuff. But I, this time I wanted to, to I want to have like a double up. I wanted to have like acoustic version first, which is we, and we have never done this before, so it's something new. You know, I want to have, I wanted to have the acoustic version first, done, and then the heavy rock version. Um, okay. So I can tell you, like now the songs are written, I are finished, and the acoustic versions are ready. So the acoustic album is ready. Yes, the uh, rock okay. version isn't. Um, because I'm still finishing and there's one song I still have to write because you know, the, acoustic record, the acoustic record will be uh, 9 songs. On the rock okay. version, there will be 11. Okay. So, yeah, and it will sound very different. At uh, this time, I wanted to use a different vocal range, so the acoustic, acoustic record will sound deeper. I used more uh, gothic uh, vocals, you know, on the verses, a real deep, you know, this kind of, uh, which is yeah. cool, you know. Uh, On the rock version of Higher, you know, I wanna I wanted to go back to the um, Scandal vocal styles I used when I when I did uh, Welcome to Blodyland, like so many years ago. But I still love the vocals; they were so well produced, you know, in every detail. And I love the way they sound. Uh, So I wanted to go back to that. Plus the energy we have today. So so uh, you can say maybe the the new record will sound a little like Porpora, the previous, like the current record, and and Welcome to Land. So uh, it's a super cool combination and the topics treated and uh i talk about this this time are very like universal like I belong to everyone because there are actually stories from people the uh, people who wrote me you know and uh, i of course I, I cannot mention anyone you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it stays, it stays yeah. that way but um i feel so good about it you know because it was maybe uh Maybe this is going to be the best thing I've ever done, you know, because I feel so connected to all the people that, that they've been writing me and they know all I've been through, you know, that I'm a survivor. You yeah. know? After writing purple, you know, I became more real to people, you know, so they started listening to me uh, more carefully. Uh, they know that I'm a real dude and I smile because I've been you know, through hell and I got out of it, you know, maybe I got out of it. Uh, I can tell you that it's going to be very interesting, very deep and intense um but the big biggest part of it is the feeling of being part of a universal thing and like writing yeah. like kind of together with so many people that that's something outstanding you know i think it's going to be yeah. very 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 good yeah
0: yeah we don't we don't we don't invade privately. <laughs> of course right <laughs> uh, so you and i without without giving away too much because i don't i don't like to to call people out on age or anything like that you and i are actually pretty close in age together um so what are your feelings what are your feelings on growing up in the 80s and 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 again u.s versus europe i mean we 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 both i mean obviously experienced queen and freddie mercury Um, of
1: course man wow
0: Rob Halford with Judas Priest.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> uh,
0: you, know, great. you know, Dave Mustaine with with, with Megadeth. Um yes, man. what what are your feelings from growing up with, with with artists like that? And and I hate to say it this way because this, this is a music <laughs> podcast, but with artists today who depend on, you know, a team of writers and auto tune.
1: Oh yeah, man. I I, I, can't, I don't know if I should talk about it, <laughs> but you know, uh, you already said enough, man. Uh, those people, those uh, idols, you know, this this yeah. true artist, they were like they've been my inspiration. Other than the the leads, you know, they, they, those are the examples everyone should follow. Newcomers too, man. Even young people should go back there and, and check them out and understand that that's the real deal, you know. But uh, I can't help it, man. Music today, the production has been—it got too easy. You know, it's so much computer, and uh, everyone is good. It's like photography. My father is a photographer, and he hates that now because it's so, like now nowadays everyone is a photographer, man. But back in the day, man, I—I I, I need my camera. You need to get to school and learn the stuff for good to do uh, to take a good picture, one picture. You know, but everything was expensive and the stuff. You have to learn. You have to learn back then with the real stuff. Today you don't have to learn anything. The camera does itself. So that does the job. <laughs> you just click and then you yeah. get it. The, the music is kind of the same thing. So it's sad. It's all uh, all over the world. You know. It's actually this is the new stuff. This is the new way people uh, do uh, create their art. I cannot say anything. Some 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 little things can be useful, of course, because that actually when you don't have money, for example, when you cannot go to the studios like back back then, man, where they have, like. There were like less musicians, you know, there was there was more money, you know, I didn't be invested into music. Uh, so there were like big studios, so artists could actually leave and feel like real musicians, be in a studio for months, for months, man, could be months and be covered, all the expenses covered. Nowadays, n- almost no label does that. So yeah. you have to learn the, 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 the fast way, you have to be smart. And from that side, it's good that we have technology to make things yeah. easier and cheaper you know you can you can achieve a good let's say a good deal without spending so much money so from that side yeah. i say okay that this this is good because i don't have, i don't see money from labels you know i do not i never saw that you know and i maybe i saw a little but it's never enough you know because making a record costs a lot of money and uh, going up yeah. making a video as well so uh, there are a lot of tricks of course which is really hard to find a real artist into. you know through this a mess you know because you know, everyone looks like cool everyone looks cool everyone sounds good you know kind of good but if you're a good listener i think people are not that dumb to understand who's good for real is not you know and that life man when you go live live yeah. music and man. If, I'm,
0: not, I, I'm not saying that i mean because there are a lot of great artists now mm-hmm. i mean there really are but i mean come on
1: <laughs> come on yeah i know what you say, saying man i know what you say. saying to, not, to not,
0: everybody, not everybody is a singer, you know. Trump. I sing in the shower, but I wouldn't <laughs> sing in front of people because I wouldn't subject them to that.
1: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But you know, you know what it is. I agree with uh, you. Man. So, I mean, I've I've seen your videos,
0: so I know you, and you, and we've spoken about it. you play piano. Yeah. Um, do you play anything else?
1: Yeah, I do Any play. Uh, yeah, uh, I do play drums pretty well. I actually. Years ago, it was like maybe 15 years ago, I used to play drums in a hardcore metal band. For real, man, it was real. I was tough as hell, man. I was hammering. Yeah. Uh, So I can play drums pretty well. So that makes my job easier when I'm creating music, you know, because I create everything. You know, I start with the piano stuff, with melodies, vocals. Vocals come, actually, vocals come later. But I also do write music for guitars, bass. In drums, I do program drums before they get done real for real. Uh, but that makes actually makes it uh, makes the job easier for me because I I also think as a drummer, you know, so I know what could sound better. You know, I play drums and I play guitar and I play my beautiful ukulele, and that's right, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Man. It was just it started just as a joke, you know. I, uh, I was watching these videos of people having fun with this little tiny guitar, and I'm like, man, that sounds nice. I tried I want to do like something like dark with the ukulele, which is like unthinkable, you know, because like, oh, my God, the ukulele is a happy instrument, you know, and it's colorful or whatever. I was like, OK, I want a black one and I want to play my music, my songs or my favorite music using that little thing. And I see how it sounds like and it sounds actually it sounds pretty cool. People, people enjoy that.
0: Uh, speaking of your favorite music, what, mm-hmm. what, is,
1: what, what does Chris Vlad listen to daily? Daily, yes, that's the word. We have. My favorite bands are uh, The Cure, Him, The uh, Pash Mode, um, Nine Inch Nails, for example, as well. Uh, and also the classic rock, band, also Queen, of course, um, oh, yeah. uh, London After Midnight, um, some old stuff, very old stuff from the 1930s, from the 30s, you know, from the 50s, oh, like, okay. uh, oh yeah, Elvis, yeah. or uh, yeah, all, all this stuff. And Maybe not the majors, maybe, you know, even the small, uh, almost unknown ones. But uh, I got this radio station. I always play, and uh, it's so interesting. You know, it makes me think about horror movies. I don't know why horror movies, this old classics. Mm. I don't know. It, I got this thing, you know, connected to Stephen King style. There's always these movies taken from these books. They always have this cool music. Just are the oldest, yeah. you know. So, I don't know. There's funny connections. I love. I love. I I really enjoyed listening to this stuff. Yeah, yeah type of negative as well, yeah.
0: Oh, you bring up Stephen King it's just funny how it seems like every one of his books and and the movies somehow tie the past with the present so you'll have like flashbacks from like the 50s and 60s and then it'll be present day yeah man (laughs) I love that um so you guys tour Europe
1: Mm -hmm.
0: thought about maybe coming to the U.S.
1: so many times man (laughs) But ain't that easy, man. I, I tried, um, you know, we don't do, you know, you kind of do everything by yourself, you know. Uh, yeah. So you need to plan everything, but uh, it's very expensive and uh, you need a lot of promotion to be there because you know, if you go there, you have to do it right. You know, you're going to go yeah. play in a bar, man, because maybe you, you talk to some promoters over there where you are and they say, oh, man, you can come over here, it's all right. And then you play in a bar from 10 people. Yeah. What's that, man? Uh, since it happened in the past in, in England, when we went there the first time, he was like, man, it was, it was hilarious. I still remember this place. It's called uh, The Broken Wheel. The Broken Wheel, man. And he was like, oh, man, you got this uh, UK tour. I was like, oh, right, man, let's do it. But I was like a little skeptical because, of, like, but nobody knows us there. You've never been there. Really? Is the record selling so much? We were expecting people to be there. Uh, Don't worry about it. We got a lot of promoters, man. Uh, Like The promoter is super good. He's doing great. A hell of a job. And people are going to be amazed. Like, all right. Let's hope they're going to beat people was one person, man. The first night, the first show was Broken Wheel. It was a bar. It was a bar, man. It was, But there was no stage. It was uh, on the floor, you know, of course it was on the floor. And there was uh, this tiny mixer with all the instruments connected to it. <laughs> and there was this half broken microphone. The, the PA system was like nothing. It was like maybe for karaoke. And there was one person in front of it waiting for the show. I went on stage, you know, we started playing and I wanted to cry, but it was so hilarious. It was dramatically ir- hilarious that I needed to laugh. So I sort of laughed myself. I was like, man, I can't play the show. There was one dude and he was also probably high or drunk. Then uh, the, the half of the show, uh, his high and drunk girlfriend went in, got inside and they started fighting in front of us. They really, like, they they, man, they beat the shit out of them. So, but really each other, it was, like, unbelievable, funny. It was, like, I looked at my brother, like, man, so much for the promoter. <laughs> and it was probably, I don't know, it was, like, yeah, maybe 15 uh, years ago. Uh, I was, yeah. yeah, so just just to, talk, to tell you about it, we can go. Uh, I would love to go, man. I'd love to get there, man. I'd love to be in the U.S. and have a whole tour. Uh, well, yeah. uh, arrange and everything, but uh, it takes time, it takes money. Now, uh, we're just starting over, you know, after COVID, we, uh, we yeah. almost died, man. I almost gave up on everything, and there was no way to do anything anymore, just stay home and watch movies, maybe. And uh, I couldn't, you know, write anymore, and the label wasn't existing anymore, so we didn't have a contract, so we I, I personally almost gave up. And, and I know some friends of mine, they, they gave up, and they never started again. So... After that, we uh, thanks thanks to Metalville, our label, we started over. So we had a new chance to start over with this record. So we, we, we it's a new start, and uh, we still haven't done a proper tour. You know, we 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 playing we've been playing several shows, but not the real real tour. You know, because yeah. we didn't have chance yet. We Didn't have any chance yet. We're, we're working so hard to make things. You know, go back back up. You know, uh, but it, it's going pretty well. And very well actually label is happy we are happy people are happy fans are happy that uh, our booker is pretty happy and we are planning 2024 to have a real tour and probably not only europe you know so let's okay. you know keep our uh, fingers crossed
0: now you bring up europe so i mean from from a us perspective mm-hmm. i mean like i mean i drive for four hours and i'm still in georgia uh, of course you are. <laughs> you know, it, it, it it seems like an international tour would be so much easier in Europe, yeah. I mean, because you guys are just, you know, you're based in Germany.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I
0: mean, technically, doing a show in in France, I mean, that's an international show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so. that's all right. That's true. That's <laughs> we can put it that way, man. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I mean, I try to explain that to all my friends because I've been to Europe. You know, I've been to Berlin. I, I, all right. I, 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 my favorite place in the entire world, I think, is probably Munich. All right. I love Munich. It's nice. Um, yeah. But I, I try to tell my friends, I'm like, you know, you you drive for 12 hours here, and you might be, you might be in a different state depending on what state you're in when you start driving. Yeah. You drive for twelve hours in Europe, and you're gonna go through three or four different countries yes, you know? yeah see them all <laughs> that's that's true, man. So, uh like I you know my wife and i we uh we took our honeymoon in Rome
1: nice do you like it
0: and, oh, I loved it uh I love history, so anything the older the better, so actually being what I mean and, and not trying to like fluff you up or anything being Italian but To be at the at the seat of civilization you know i mean rome rome at one time covered the entire known world
1: nice you know so to
0: me the seat of civilization
1: so that's right man that's right
0: and to go to scotland and see hadrian's wall and then visit rome or just outside of rome and see hadrian's palace you know and and know that hey you know that was a real man that was a real person And I mean, it's just, it's awe-inspiring and it's actually very humbling to stand at the base of the Coliseum and know that, you know, wow, you know, this yes. place is huge and so many people lost their lives there, Yeah, you know, and over here, people just have a different perspective on history,
1: True that, you know,
0: um, and it's just, I, I, I don't think I belong here, you know, I was born <laughs> But I hear you, man. People I hear have you. In love of history that that Europeans do, and it just to me, and I just can't fathom not loving where we came from. Yes, you know that's
1: right, man. That's um, right. I you agree, know my man. grandfather
0: tell me all the time: you can't know where you're going until you know where you're from.
1: That's gold, man. That's, but yeah, that's
0: right. uh, so what's next for you guys after the release of the album when can we expect the release of these albums because yeah. I am just
1: excited yeah man me too, me too. Um, I talked to the label uh, a couple of days ago we are expecting 2024 for sure um, because now we need to plan first first we need to finish the records. so uh, mm-hmm. my brother Alessio will be here in Berlin uh, in August so we we'll do the guitars and then uh, right after we do the bass then we go for uh, the mixing so that probably will be like September it should be ready so uh, probably in October our first single will be released then the okay. second uh November yeah and then December there's a little surprise and it's very cool nice. stuff man I uh, this is a fun fact about it uh the the surprise you're gonna get in December this year I did it. I actually made that thing, arranged that thing one year ago. So I worked one year ago to get this done next next December, which is super cool. Here you go. I think you'll oh, get on a lot. took a, a year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not really. I did it, but then I just kept, actually, I missed the deadline. So it couldn't get out. It couldn't be released in last December. So we saved it for a better time. Uh, which is going to be December, and then twenty twenty four will be our 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 new record will be out. So um, yeah, man, it's going to be cool. And we are planning to get this fan box thing. So for uh, all the hardcore fans, there will be a chance to buy a special box, which will include unique items plus probably this double record, acoustic and rock together. And some other stuff I won't tell you about, but um, yeah, we're arranging something special. Uh, as you might know, the main CDs are like people are not buying CDs anymore, but they still buy they they, they buy stuff. You know, they maybe they buy vinyls, for example, which are uh, more valuable. They 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 look awesome first of all, and then the vintage. Vintage is still cool. Thank God, actually, it's back. So the even you know, the CDs will be over soon. Probably everything will be digital again. You know, or will be more digital. Uh, I hate it uh, from from a side because there's no money, man. There's, like we yeah. artists, we don't get anything uh, out of that. Um, but um, I don't do this they, for. Uh, they
0: pay like they pay like a fraction of a cent for exactly, a stream.
1: Exactly for a stream. So like you gotta get like probably like ten thousand billions of streams to get like uh, to pay one bill, maybe their rent for a month. <laughs> so, and it's uh, it's hilarious. So we know how it is. We don't like that, but we cannot we cannot do anything to change that. This is the way the world goes, and uh, we're just trying to make the best out of it again, uh, and again. I don't do this for music. For, I don't do music for money. You know, uh, it would be cool. It would be go- cool to get some money out of it. Of course, sometimes that is which is cool, and I appreciate all, all, all our fans and everyone who's interested in my band I, I love everyone, and I really am so grateful because without them, there would be no meaning you know, so i really i really have to say that, so really thank you all you know for making this real you know making this possible um so what I was saying, and the city so probably we will arrange this fan box for the for the hardcore fans so they have the chance to buy something special and um and it will be, of of course, it will be also digital. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh,
1: of okay. course.
0: Um, if you could give advice for somebody that's trying to get into
1: music, what would it be? And I'm going to repeat myself. I'm going to say, uh, don't do it for money.
0: Yeah. If you're oh, going to wow. do something for money, I would suggest just getting a job.
1: Yes. Like cool. I did, you know. <laughs> I said, like, hey, man. But some people even ask me, like, how can you balance your, uh, your uh, real job or whatever, your current job at the bar? And with um being a musician or doing the musician as a job man I say, man, I have to pay bills like everyone else, and this job isn't real normal job is like stable. you know being a musician is amazing, uh but most of the time you cannot make a living out of it, you know even if even people man, I know famous people you know i uh, I had the chance also to work with uh, John Fryer, who is the producer of him. Uh, the band, him, or oh, the De- mod I worked together with him. Man. We made a record together, and he told me so many crazy stories about famous people as well. Like if some people are famous; they are there. You know, they see them in the spotlight. Like they are huge. They look like rich. They look like they are rich, but they're not because labels are investing so much money in producers as well, even writers. They co-write songs together. So maybe these people or these artists are famous so they look very at the top of the world they don't have money man they just look like superstars but they don't have money because first of all all the money has been invested has to go back to their pockets to the pockets of the investors then yeah. you get your part that's how it works. And uh, most people don't know. They see, Oh my God, this mine. Maybe it will buy a boat. No, maybe the producer will buy a boat, not the artist. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. after, afterwards, after so many years, maybe, you know.
0: Yeah. I try to, you know, I'm being, doing what I do, I, I've gotten some like behind the scenes knowledge mm-hmm. and everybody's like, well, they have to make, be making money because I mean, it's, it's like $500 a ticket to go see these people. I'm like, they don't set the price. The venue sets the price. Exactly. The venue's is getting most of that money, and then they're just paying the artist. Plus. You know, it, yeah. it may tour. just be, you know, they may bring in, that venue may bring in $250,000 in sales.
1: Exactly.
0: And the artist is just getting like 15 grand. Exactly. There's your
1: part. Exactly, yeah. man. Exactly. And then even uh, the, the, the on tour, man, all the logistics, all the costs, the expenses are huge, man. Renting the tour bus and the night liners, like 1,000 thousand million, 1K one per day, man. And who pays that? Yeah. You know, past the gasoline? You know, just everything, like the motel rooms and everything. Like, man, it's huge. And whoever, whoever is paying, is covering these expenses, Need to get, needs to get the money back.
0: Yeah. so that's, F, i mean you figure they need to make money too on top of that
1: exactly they need to make oh, money too you
0: you can't survive if you're just constantly
1: breaking even absolutely or you get a job another job <laughs> so it's in terms of man actually you know because you can do you can have fun you can enjoy being a musician without worrying about paying the rent you know because you have a job so you can live freely like all right, tonight this is this is it. It was a great show. We maybe we didn't have, we didn't get anything, or we we went we break we broke even, you know, whatever. Uh, but we're good, we're good. You go back home, you feel satisfied, and you still do what you love. I'm not saying this is the way it has to be, but it could be. And if it is, you can live with that. Yeah, go with it. Yeah, go with um, it.
0: One question I think we all wanted the answer to is, yeah, does Chris have
1: sleep in a car? <laughs> I did I did uh, it was a bed. I did actually uh, it was comfortable but um not my time yet <laughs> so um <laughs> normally you know I have a I have a nice bed uh but uh people really want to know I really use black sheets so everything has to be black or white all of the extremities you know it has to be extreme black and white is pretty cool my flight is all black and white. I you know? got all these black and white pictures, all these like old posters from Edgar Allan Poe, you know, uh, this crow, and uh, or yeah, with this white walls or black and white walls, like Peter Juice, the movie, you know, it's kind of Tim yeah. Burton style. I love that kind of stuff, man. You gotta love it. You gotta love
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, what, do you, what do you enjoy doing when you do go out? Because I mean, we've discussed this. Your brother's like, "Let's go meet people and hang out," and you're like, "No, I don't like people."
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> wow. You, what, do you, what
0: do you What do you enjoy doing? Out I, away from from home.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. First of all, I love um, going like like in, the, like in the woods, for example. You know, here in Berlin is, is plenty of it. Like, you can find like like nice, nice, nice forests. You know, like, there's a lot of green. So yeah. parks but I don't go to the park and you know, a lot of, too many people. So there are like a lot of people doing barbecue, grilling and whatever, so it's very annoying. And a couple of times I went there and a dog was chasing after me, you know, like very, very funny, but it's was like, what the fuck? Why me? Because maybe I was the only one dressed in black. And it was like, oh, what's that? You know, I need to bite that. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so I really enjoy nature, you know, I go there and try to find the loneliest, Possible uh, place ever. Uh, Bring my camera with me and take and start shooting pictures. Um, Also bring my ukulele with me, so I start playing around and uh, do little videos like I did like a couple of years ago when it was snowing. I went to one of my favorite places, which was completely um, uh, desert. You know, there's nobody there, but it was snowing like hell. I was the only one around the city back then. It was it was crazy man. I was like I, I even took the electric scooter, you know, to drive there and it got stuck because of snow. You know, it got I got stuck with it. And I was, you know, uh having my backpack with my, my, my camera and I, my ukulele plus was snowing like crazy. It was like cursing all over the place and swearing like what the? why me why is this happening? And then when I got to the place and I fixed the camera and then I was yeah. sitting on the snow and uh I started playing. Uh I wanted to make this uh hallelujah uh with the ukulele, Ukulele version. Um I started making it and then uh, I was looking at the camera, and then I started feeling feeling like I was dying. I was actually freezing to death for real. Man, I was like, "Oh my God, I can't move my arms anymore. Oh my God, my hands are frozen." So uh, I love this kind of stuff, I love doing weird stuff. You know, being alone, but in uh, outside, it's it is very inspiring. You know, you can breathe, you can think, um taking pictures. I love it's one of my passions. Uh, or uh, reading books, I also love read yeah, yeah i go and i think my favorite books with me or sometimes i just order a new one i don't want to read any reviews i just do my own you know uh yeah. you have to you have to go for it man you need to get your own opinion you know otherwise you get you know you get you get confused you know everyone has got his own taste everyone thinks something you know if you start reading reviews you go in saying that you don't buy something maybe you, you something you wouldn't love you know so it's i think it's And you know that. Mm-hmm. i'm
0: the same way and, mm-hmm. and i think it has a lot to do with our generation yeah i guess so you know I, I'll, I'll read a review and they're like oh it sucks yeah. you don't want to waste <laughs> exactly. money. And i go see it like,
1: exactly it. exactly 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 man exactly which is cool right um but <laughs> um, young people don't know man <laughs> yeah. uh
0: everything's offensive or or you have to take it at their, you know, face value, and I'm like, no, you have got to dig deep. You got to find out what's, you know, exactly. going on.
1: Exactly. I do oh. the same thing with book with movies as well, man. Movies yeah. as well. Like it's full of like people are writing on because of the social media. Social media. Like I'm writing everything. Everyone is an expert. You know, an expert on everything. Like, oh man, this movie has got this thing wrong. And the, from the director, like, are you a director? A movie director? You know about that? They criticize every single aspect from a movie. How can you do that? I never did that, man. I'm not, I don't know. I love movies, but I don't know how it works, how you do a movie, you make a movie. And so they criticize everything. And, you, and now people are reading these reviews and replying with other reviews. It's like hell on earth, man. How can you ever watch a movie after that? I, I stopped yeah. watching movies. You know, It's like, okay, close. Shut down the social media. I don't want to read it. I don't want to hear it. Just want to watch the movie. Yeah. Let me watch the goddamn movie, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's the you way know, let's form our own opinions about it yeah
0: um, what do you think about 90s music the like 90s. I said we're about the same age so we grew up kind of together
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, the 90s are crazy 90s.
1: man the 90s were crazy I was, I was crazy too man <laughs> I, I probably I changed my looks like I don't know a thousand times because of all the the the, the, the you know the times were like changing fast and I remember all these weird pants. I still love, I probably still have a, a pair or two, but um, I love the movies, man. The movies were the 90s, the TV series. What with mine? The TV series are like super good, right? And um, the music. I went like from different styles, like probably in a couple of months, I changed like three times. And I was... Uh, I was into a Nirvana, I was wearing this this broken pants and it was like all uh moving like I yeah, mean uh, Kirk Ben is right. I was I didn't know I didn't even know back then really like what Nirvana was about, you know. But it was the time, you know, I was I was young and I have to be there, you know. So but it, it was interesting. It was learning, it was actually a teaching phase, you know, because if you uh, if you never experienced that the nineties that you have no idea what you've been missing, you know. But um yeah. I love that
0: i uh I'm, i was kind of the opposite I, yeah. I had my style and i didn't like change all the time but, uh-huh. you know i was a goth kid
1: all right
0: <laughs> all black eyeliner really all
1: right man cool <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, yeah. and it gets me because now they're like oh that's not goth that's emo no 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 oh my no, god darling, yes that's
1: goth. <laughs> <laughs> when they say that, man, emo, emo, it's you not know, this new word. And it's like, yeah, they don't know anything about it, you know? They don't know that it all started, you know, the God scene, you know, the dark scene. Emo now, it's like, you know, it's a, it's a different thing, but it still looks kind of. But uh, yeah. there's so many under labels, like sub labels. It, it makes oh, me yeah. laugh, man. It makes me laugh so hard, you know? It just, it feels like, oh, man, do whatever makes you happy, all right? I, I really don't care, you know, but don't, don't call me names, you know? Just don't label me, man. I love. Uh, so many different things, and I have my my world, which is the black world. You know, I love the black scene, you know, which is huge. You know, so I'm very uh, tolerant. You know, uh, open-minded. I I don't like when some people, you know, they, they put themselves in a small box. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, you really have to be open-minded. You know, that back when when closed-mindedness was was cool and a thing, I mean, we weren't global. Yeah, right come on now that now that we're connected you know instantaneously with the click of a button i mean you you got to be more accepting of everything because people are different yes you know, we're not we're not all the same or we'd just be bored to death
1: yeah. I say, I, that's true that's right true. for example um one we are maybe one of the biggest challenge uh challenges I'm, I'm facing right now is to write last song on the record which is about Kind of, I put it in the funny way, you know, because it's called Hello, uh, but I want to write it also in German language and sing it in, in half German, half English, or maybe one version in German language and the other version uh, in English, I don't know. But it's all about me and uh, all of the things that happened since I moved here uh, in this flat, in this building, you know, uh, the funniest things ever, you know, people and the neighbors are afraid of me. For real, man. Yeah, I even heard some of them calling me a uh, demon. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Satan. Uh, yeah, yeah, for real, man. This is, this is so cool. And even the food guy a couple times got scared of me, and he didn't leave. The, he didn't give me the food. He left him on the, on the stairs. And it was like, yeah, I opened the door. Maybe that day I was particularly pale, probably. And it, yeah, I opened. it. and was like, "Hello there," and it was like, "He, he started backing off." Oh, it's uh, the key. Uh, maybe, it was thing. maybe he saw that, uh, but, but I'm, I started looking at him like, man, are you all right? Is everything cool? Uh, where, where are you going? That's my food, man. <laughs> so he left the bag on the stairs and he took off. For real, so I'm writing about it. Uh, I'm actually writing about it. I'm the, the new neighbor, you know, the neighbor everyone is calling demon. So which is cool. Uh, it's funny. I'm putting on, uh, let's say, uh, irony. On, on, I'm laughing. I'm smiling at it. But on... Other people maybe wouldn't, you know. Other people will feel yeah. offended because being are uh, being different, you know. Being, let's say, a kind of a freak or uh, I don't want to, however you want to call it, not easy for everyone, you know. Uh, me myself, for example, I've i I'm strong enough to smile back at it, you know, or laugh at it, you know, because also because my lifestyle, but also because all all, all I've been through, you know, I. I get stronger and i do believe in myself and i wouldn't change myself for anyone so i don't care if somebody's looking at me and they thinking maybe i'm i'm a demon yes believe it uh, i am right you know but other people i know maybe wouldn't laugh about it you know but they would feel um bad they would feel like they want to disappear or or they feel judged so the song is also for them it's also about that so you need to find the strength to laugh at this stuff because no matter how cool you are, no matter how, how you look like, people will always judge you. They will always think, that so. if they want to think bad of you, they will. It doesn't matter if you're I mean, wearing a suit or not, or if you are tattooed or long hair or vampires, vampire teeth exactly. or whatever. They, if they want to label you, they want to see something, they will. So you should never, never, never uh, lose your mind behind the stuff, you know, uh, because of the stuff, you know.
0: I have I have a friend and he's actually from, can't pronounce the name of that town and I'm not even going to pretend to butcher it but he lives in Romania okay <laughs> And uh, he was over here uh-huh. visiting mm-hmm. and uh, this lady comes up and she's like where are you from and he's like Romania and she's like well your English is impeccable and he's like thank you <laughs> and she goes so I hear there's a lot of vampires there and he's like <laughs> I have to be honest with you," he said. "I've lived here for like lived there for like seven hundred years, and I've never seen a vampire."
1: <laughs> Go <Good> on, <laughs> nice, <laughs> right?
0: You, know, just, you have to have fun with your life, right. otherwise, why are you living? Exactly, you know?
1: exactly, man. That's exactly my point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to bring up because uh, it's it's something that as as the U.S. we don't experience much with. With celebrities or famous people. Um, I would classify you honestly as a celebrity. I mean, you guys have been a band since two thousand five. You have several albums out. You were. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, it may not pay your bills fully at the moment, but I mean, like you said, I mean, COVID almost ended the world. I mean, we were we were shut down and basically shut away from people for a solid solid year. Exactly. And, you know, almost two years.
1: Exactly. You know, right? and,
0: and really, we weren't able to do anything, um, but I can say, comparatively between you and and some some U.S. celebrities, um, and and I've noticed that it's like across the board, like movies, um, um, European celebrities are more down to earth than than American, and you know because Americans not and not all of them, but a lot of the American celebrities are like, oh, I'm better than you are because I'm famous. You know don't talk to me get away oh man uh, but i mean like you um i mean we pretty much started talking and like talking like we would known each other for years yeah. right from the start. you know and it, it's the same way i met i met guy pierce the actor um nice. in vail colorado one day uh-huh. and i mean he waved at me from the top of the the ski lift and came down and smoked a cigarette with me. And, I mean, we talked for, like, two hours. Like, we'd gone to high school together. Oh, you know? man, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
1: that's awesome. And,
0: and so, I, I think there was a question in there. So, let me see if I can work it out here. <laughs> what do you think is different between the, the celebrity scene of Europe and the celebrity scene of the U.S. that makes you guys more down-to-earth? Is it because, I mean, do you... And this is going to sound really like, hateful and weird, but do you guys do you think that maybe because you're more humbled because the like over here and and I don't know because I've never dealt with the music industry as a whole, but over mm-hmm. here it just seems like the music industry is just extravagant. Like it's all about oh, you know, there's m- millions and billions of dollars poured into music here. Mm-hmm is it because i mean maybe there's not as much money poured into it so you guys have to and not that you have to stay humble but you're more in touch with the people because you're it's such a close knit community over there do you think that has something to do with it do you think it plays into that money um, could could be man it.
1: yeah it could definitely be um i could definitely be i cannot speak for everyone but uh for myself the way i am is because of i um I learned the hard way how to deal with uh, with this business. You know, I uh, I felt like superstar sometimes, and then uh, I also felt like just a man. Just man, do what he loves. So the thing is, it doesn't matter how famous you are, or how, how many fans you are, you have. You always have to remember, you're doing you're doing something you love. You're not saving the world, you know. And uh, connecting to people and with people is it's the basics. Uh, to get an audience, you know, and uh, I don't see any other way to uh, to be, um, you know, who I am, you know, because yeah. of uh, honestly, you can be, you can be, you can be God. I don't know. You can be even the, the biggest and the most famous person in the world, but you're just a man, you know, just doing something you love, and people applaud you. That's be grateful, and that's all right. But remember, you're not saving the world. That's what I tell myself, like I do love what i do i will never stop doing what i do because i love what i do and i appreciate every day whatever happens you know and even the smallest appreciation is um um is showing love you know it's showing love uh to me and uh you always have to be grateful also because i lost people in my life i know how fragile we are and we can be and nothing is certain you know just death is and uh you can play uh, cool, as cool as you want, but you always have to remember you're lucky to be where you are and you're lucky to be standing up. You're lucky you're still healthy, you know, because when you see people around you disappearing like that, you uh, you have to face the real deal, which is we are humans and uh, yeah. you, nobody's better than anyone. Uh, just because you do something and people recognize and they love to support you, there should be a reason more why to be humble. Because it's thanks to them that you are doing what you do. Because without people, you you'd be nobody. So knowing that, being aware of that, makes you makes you maybe the way I am. You know, I uh, I'm not saying I'm too humble. I'm yeah, I I I am humble humble because I'm I'm a person. who is was aware of the how fragile we can be and uh, how grateful we have to be. Life into all the people are surrounding us you know and giving us love, even even if sometimes you know even sometimes they say' like yeah, I'm not really a person uh, a people person uh, I don't mean like I don't like people, I mean like I'm very introvert, so yeah. for me uh, it's very it's very hard to talk to people like directly uh, it, it's not easy you know I, that's why I write music you know because <laughs> so I can tell stories of so my inner demons, I can tell the, my deepest secrets. Uh, and, uh writing music, you know. Um but probably is that I think mean, everyone is different. Everyone has got his own experience, so- you know. Probably uh your lifestyle or whatever happened to you or happens to you makes you who you are. So I don't I don't know if it's about the country where you're from or whatever. Um but I believe it's maybe a personal thing, something personal that has to be related to the the life experiences you, you go through, you know? They, they form you somehow, you know, they make you who you are. Uh, 20 years ago, I wasn't like now, you know, 20 years ago, I really didn't want to talk to anyone because I thought nobody would understand me. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of fights with my father because I, I thought he didn't like me because I was very, like, uh, not disciplined, <laughs> you know, I wanted to fight the system, you know, I wanted to do something, but at the same time, I wanted to be left alone. I was, I was young, man. But uh, I learned the hard way how to be respectful and uh, grateful for whatever you do, because everything you have can disappear like that, like in a second, yeah. like it happened with COVID. Everyone disappeared, people died. I lost people, I lost friends, and uh, I kind of almost lost music, you know? And uh, after that, if you can recover from that, you shouldn't, you, of course you should celebrate, but you never, never forget what happened. You should never forget them. So many people are missing so much now, you know, because now here today, so you're lucky. And when you see somebody smiling at you or somebody giving a compliment, you should always be so grateful. And remember that you're there. You're a man doing something nice, but you're not sitting in the world. So be cool. Stay cool, you know? Huh.
0: And, you know, I think a lot of people need to need to actually, like you were saying, take into account that, you know, why are you acting like this toward your fans? If it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be
1: who you are. Exactly. exactly
0: Um, so was it a culture shock because like i said i did some research and like scrolling through the the photographs so 10 years ago you guys moved from italy to to germany yes um was it a culture shock to move from from (laughs) home Uh, to, to, to germany
1: a little but it was mostly because our manager back then he wanted us here you know so he was actually uh asking us to move to Germany because of uh the music business would uh, uh would have need would need our presence there you know and he was right actually because we were in italy uh, besides besides the black scene which is not existing in Italy you know as you might imagine as you may imagine oh there's not so much to do there and uh eh, telling people differently, uh, different you know different i mean the way uh, the way I learned from them. Or oh, the way I saw, the, the ways they support support music is definitely different from the way people are supporting music here. Because I see people buy stuff, people pay, pay for a show, they uh, support you in any way. And um, um, being here changes a lot. You also taught us a lot. You taught us a lot. So we, uh, I, I don't see you anymore. I don't see you the video anymore.
0: Oh no, you don't see me?
1: No. You stuck you froze. Uh, <laughs> oh.
0: <uh-oh. laughs> was- you're not frozen here. I don't know. Uh,
1: I see you like yeah, you froze. Uh
0: oh. Yeah, it's I'm ca- not frozen on my hand.
1: It's getting of scary, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so where do you see Vlad in tears. Am I still frozen?
1: You're still frozen. <laughs> maybe, oh, can no. you maybe close the, the video and then open it? No, it again, yeah,
0: let me, let me try that. Let me, let me turn the camera off and then turn it back on. Is that better?
1: No, it's better? not. Try no. 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 again. So, no,
0: no, where do you see? What about now? Am I back?
1: I did not see anything. Just black no? screen. No. Just the black screen. Wait. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, man. Back? No, it's not. Do you want to I don't know. I want to hang up. You want to call back?
0: Yeah, let's 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 try to, to come back into this.
1: All right. Is it back? Yes, yes. Nice. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, man. Like, All right.
0: Now that I'm not scaring you because I'm frozen in some weird <laughs> I thought,
1: it was really weird.
0: Um, I was like, I thought was really weird. <laughs> where do you see? Where do you guys? Where, where do you see the band in, in like five, ten years?
1: Retired retired <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice no nice, oh, i would That'd love to be, be nice. retired too yeah i um i um probably yeah with some new yeah, uh, some with oh, some new oh i hear myself oh i hear myself it's like coming back it's like it, like Echo. coming back it's like wait wait shouldn't be a speaker shouldn't be a speaker hello 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 you hear me? No, I don't have you on speaker. You hear not, me? I can't okay, hear yeah, you. Not, I can't hear
0: you. You can't hear me? Yeah, anymore. no, I can't. Yeah, no. But I hear
1: myself. Okay. Like, okay. But I hear myself. Like, Delay. Delay. I don't know. I don't know why. why? I don't know why. Wait. Wait.
0: Is that better? Huh? No?
1: Uh-huh. No, it's coming back. No, it's coming. back. That's pretty weird. That's pretty weird like talking you know, like it, talking.
0: May be, you know it, it being uh the way it is you know being online um it may have a lot um, to do with our weather right now all right because like i all said right. we're having our really rainy day right now it's kind of storming out oh right. That's, nice. so, uh, right
1: that's nice
0: yeah it may be messing with with the internet connection
1: okay but uh, should i should it, I-
0: do you have any 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 closing thoughts? And we'll go ahead and let's we'll get off of here.
1: Well I, um yeah. Well, for I, sure.
0: uh, any any closing thoughts, any advice, um any question you wish I would have asked you that you really wanted to answer?
1: Oh way, it was pretty cool, man. Actually oh, it was uh, cool. I I I enjoyed I, this, man. I enjoyed this so much, just, man. I, I so wanna save it first of all it was. was Lucky pleasure. Pleasure. to, you, and was to you. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you. I know it took a while. I know it took a while, but it was worth it. it. But it was worth it.
0: You know, yeah. Good things. <laughs> good things come to those who wait. Absolutely.
1: I want to say. Uh, yeah, I to say, oh. people, oh. out there, oh. people out there, people out there, try, um, try to try, accept try, who try, you, are, accept the you who are, are, the way you are, the way you are. if you don't like something about and yourself, if you don't like, change that. If don't ever that. do it for don't anyone. Do it, anyone. By yourself. By yourself. And, uh, and never and lose hope that, for real. Never lose hope. You need to hang in there, man. And no matter how hard times can get. I'm the living yet. proof, man. i living I wanted proof, to man. die. I wanted to, I wanted to die. I, I realized yeah. when I had the chance, so, I didn't. I chance. So, so you never know what will come. You comes never know next, what, you know. So it's better to, to stay there, there, to stay there and be ready. Be ready.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on. And like you said, it, it took a while, but we finally got it. Thank you. And I had a blast. I really enjoyed talking to you and, and asking the questions and getting get some of the answers that we got. Um, Enjoy the rest of your day. You too, man. I'm going to try you to too, enjoy man. some of this rain. <laughs> All right. And, uh, All right. And, um, maybe we can do it again soon. Maybe we can get everybody in together.
1: That would be awesome. That would be awesome.
0: Yes, it would. All right. Thank
1: you again, man. Have a good day. Thank you again, man. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye.